Before we get into this episode, don't forget to vote for the podcast at the Latin Podcast Awards 2022 for popularity. And don't forget Etobicoke Community Votes 2022. We have been re-nominated again. I need your nominations to be part of the top four before the voting. And then there will be another chance to really vote for the podcast for the final result of the winner. I need your help, guys. Everything is in the show notes. Thank you so much. I cannot believe this. We have been re-nominated again for the Latin Podcast Awards. This is the third time. And the Etobicoke Community Awards for the second time. Thank you guys so much. Now let's get into the episode. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me and I am your host Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything so sit back and enjoy the show. And welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I got my amazing co-host, the Coupon Queen Ben. How are you doing today? I'm awesome. I seem to be doing a lot better than Pedro and Chantel. I think a lot of us are. This has got me cringing. This has really got me cringing. And not just what's going on on screen, but what's going on behind the scenes. So for those that are unaware, uh, yeah, Pedro and Chantel are literally headed for divorce. We thought that this was really going to be our happily ever after story, but dear goodness, there are restraining orders on both sides. There are claims of stolen money, um, you know, Pedro's still claiming that there wasn't a lot of support and there are claims of adultery so dear goodness yes this is looking more like a soap opera rather than reality tv but this is their current reality without the television (sighs) i don't know i don't know i don't know but let's get into what we saw on the screen so this week, you know, Pedro and Chantel are continuing the fight. The fights are ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. But he's saying he finds more solitude going to the gym. You know, he's going to the gym. He's choosing not to go to a friend's wedding with Chantel because he feels as though why should he show up to a wedding when he's pretending to be happy and he's absolutely not. You know, Chantel's really upset that he's not going with her because she feels this is her, this is his place to go with her. But she goes to the wedding by herself. Now, we also see where Winter has plateaued in her weight loss from the surgery. You know, she's been dropping pounds. Kudos to Winter because she's dropped a hundred plus pounds so far, which is amazing. But she's saying she's plateauing. She's not seeing the weight loss she should see. So she goes to visit a nutritionist who lets her know, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to work on getting the pounds off slowly. It does happen with people with weight loss surgery. So you're going to have to, you know, work to kind of fix it. 
and have a long-term goal so that, in other words, you lose the weight and don't go back up, which is super great. You know, Chantel's there for support, letting her know, hey, you know, I didn't know which winter actually shares some of her battle with food as a, a teenager where people would, she felt people would criticize her if she ate a salad or if she ate the pizza, you know, and she began to have a negative relationship with food. But Chantel is there letting her know, you know, I'm sorry. I never wanted people comparing you to me. I never, I didn't know you were going through that, you know, and even mom Karen speaks online talking about how she would hear people compare the two daughters, how is one so skinny and how is one so chunky? And it's like, you know, sometimes I think people really don't realize what they say, but, you know, mom tried to keep the peace between the two because she loved them both. They're her daughters. So regardless of what other people were saying, that's how she felt, you know, and it kind of hurt her to hear people saying that and comparing Chantel to winter so but she's taking her life you know by the horns right now if you're looking on winter's ig she looks amazing um and she is really taking this weight loss journey seriously so she looks awesome you know she's ready to be happy she's ready the glow up is real who um I'm not sure who she has in her life. She is dating because we've seen her date a couple of guys, but she is really dating around and loving it as she should. So we also see that back in the Dominican Republic, guess who's still in the Dominican Republic? Alejandro. And he's still trying to win the love of his fair Nicole, mi amor. You know, but she's telling him, believe it or not, that at her family, she feels as though she has to choose between him and her family. And he doesn't want her to do that. But he does say in his confessional that, hey, you know what? Her family's putting her at this rock in a hard place. I know she has a small family, but they're the ones that are kind of making her choose. And I can kind of see that because Mama Lydia has been doing the same thing with Pedro and now she's doing it with Nicole. And I hate to say it, but Mama Lydia may be the reason that Pedro and Chantel are on the way to divorce because she's been talking divorce to him for a really long time. But, um, you know, so Nicole is crying and she's like, I don't want to have to make the choice. I don't want to have to deal with this. I I want to start things off slowly. Can we keep it a secret? But it doesn't mean we're back together, you know. And Alejandro leaves the Dominican Republic really feeling as though, you know, she's going to come back to him because she keeps choosing to meet with him in secret. And he's hoping that he can get her to come to New York sometime soon. But he believes that she's choosing to be with him rather than siding with her family. Now, at, somehow in the meantime, as she's getting ready for this wedding, we see um, 
Chantel's friend or her best friend come over, help her get ready for the wedding, also bring her a slow cooker. So, and this best friend is married. So she's telling her, you know, you have to work on your side too. You have to work on your things too. So if you can at least throw things in the slow cooker, you know, it makes it seem as though you are caring about him as opposed to just coming home and cooking when you're home, you know, and she's Latina as well. She's spoken to Pedro and he's has her convinced that he's not cheating, but, you know, she also sees it from her best friend's point of view. and. You know, she says if he is, if there is something more going on, she is going to fight him. So, yeah. But the crazy part is she convinces Chantel to go to meet up with him for drinks with his friends, his co-workers. And she does just that. And it turns into a debacle. Instead of Pedro being willing I'm glad that she's there. Can I see you? You know, he's not happy that she's there. And <sighs> Chantel starts to talk too much and reveal their problems. And it gets a little crazy. And Pedro leaves her there stranded. Well, not stranded because she came in her own car. But Pedro leaves her there. And it's just not good i mean they went off completely in in front of the co-workers where it looked really really bad to the point where his boss had to come out and talk to chantal uh, it, it was just really really bad really really bad so yeah that's how family chantel went last night <laughs> wow there's a lot of drama now as burger like episode four or five like i think it's more than that right. i'm sorry um episode seven dirty laundry that was the episode name right but damn it seems like we're actually seeing how this whole divorce is going to be unfold um it's very sad it's disappointing that it has to come this way but you know what they i feel like it's kind of hard to say because you know pedro i feel like he's gotten what he's wanted um, and he's not happy that the fact that Chantel's not supporting him, knowing that she's got her career and he's got his career. Now they can build something amazing together. But now it's just, I feel like jealousy's coming into play. He's never home. Right. She's apparently lazy and he's doing all the work. Um, right. I've heard a lot of comments where, you know, he's living in the 40th century here that he thinks that the woman's is just gonna, you know, bend over backwards for him. It's kind of, you know, equal, well, equal. the one thing that he keeps saying is he keeps, and, and he's giving me debris vibes with mm. the whole, because he keeps saying, I have goals. I have goals. I have goals. Oh, you mean Muhammad? <laughs> no, it's, it's the whole debris thing because what, what, oh. like, he's not, he's not saying what these goals are. Okay. He keeps saying, I have goals and I want her to help me and we should, she should support me in my goals. And it's like, yes. because the only thing he can say is, I don't want to be 45 and still working. And I'm like, dude, do you know how many 45 year olds are still working? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't get where he's going with this. Like, he's, he, he, 
somehow he has some idea in his mind, but he hasn't fully formulated it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say he's giving me debris vibes because he keeps talking about these goals, these goals, these goals. All I know is he wants to be 45 and not still working. So I I don't know how Chantel is supposed to help him with that. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Anyways, let's get into Love in Paradise because this show is off the hook and I'm, oh my gosh, for those watching it with us on Discovery Plus, I just have to say, holy crap. I can't, I, this has been so good. Um, for those who cannot watch it, you may want to come back to this after later on because eventually TLC will put it on national television. But as of right now, we're getting a first glimpse of this um, season two of Love in Paradise. We got to see Amber and Daniel come back, Ariana and Sherlon, Danielle and Johan, and Valentine and Carlos. Okay. Where do we even begin here? Because these couples are, wow. These couples are juicy. Like, these couples are truly, truly juicy. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, how about Danielle and Johan? So we got to meet Danielle in the past three, well, two episodes. This is the third one. Um, she is the one that's got candles and potions and everything else with her. Um, lately, you know, Danielle's been in Dominican Republic because she is craving to have a baby. And apparently so has Johan, but I'm not sure how much he's actually craving for a baby here, but I feel like it's more Danielle because she apparently claims that she is on a time clock. And right. Because she is 42. Yes, yeah, she is 42. So I guess as she settles into the Dominican Republic, they go see a doctor, a fraternity doctor to kind of see where things at and, you know, where, what's it looking like down there for her to have a baby? Because again, these two are so set on having a child. Yeah, which was like, okay, so I was like, wow, now they're, they're set on having this child and the doctor tells her, you know, your uterus looks great, but the egg count is not that good now um he tells her you know it doesn't say that you can't have a baby but you may want to start looking into other options like IVF or you know different things so she's just like okay you know she's really upset with this this is you can tell this is hurting her. She's not, she's just not happy. And, you know, she says, this is the one thing that I can't fix, you know, that I really want to fix that I can't fix. And it seems like she already kind of knew because she says, well, I know my body, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know, I, I kind of already knew this. And I'm going, oh, wow. You know, so she's trying to talk to Johan about it and he says well I'd like to try the natural way first but if we can't then we can try um IVF which is in vitro fertilization um and she explains to him well you know who's going to pay for that who's going to you know because that's thirty thousand dollars um obviously it's something she's been looking into and it's the price is like 
a lot. And and yes, it is, does cost a lot to do um, just even the rounds of injections, getting yourself ready to your body ready to have baby is costs a lot. So she's just like, who's who's going to pay for this? But that's been her big thing. Like from the beginning is like, well, who's going to pay for this? And who's going to pay for that? And who's going to pay for this? Now, again, my thought is if you're planning on bringing him back to the U.S., you do have to realize that you're going to pay for things for a while. So I, I don't know what she's thinking. Are they going to stay there? Is she is she bringing him here? I, I don't know. You know, for her, I feel like she thinks that he's got money because he works in the um, the um, tourism industry, but really it doesn't happen that way. But again, I feel like they haven't really spoken about, about that. I don't know. I, I just find that, uh, how can I say this? Like, there's so many things, probably there's, there wasn't enough communication. Like this, we've seen this happen. It's like spur of the moment. Like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this guy. I'm going to go and marry him like tomorrow. And here we are. Like, he doesn't have money. I'm paying for the wedding and we both want a child. So where's this money coming from? Like, are you going to work? Like, are you going to, you know, come and we're, are you coming to America? Like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that they don't know about each other because that's what tends to happen with these types of shows. Like all of a sudden, oh my gosh, like, why didn't you tell me about this? You know, and I don't know what's going to happen with Danielle and Johan. I feel like there's more in hiding than what we know about. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen. And does he actually want a kid? I know that's the, that's the question is, does he really want a child? Does he really, really want a child? So I don't know. I don't know. Cause he doesn't sound convincing. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Yeah, no, he, he doesn't sound convincing. Like, he's like, oh, you know, Danielle get un hijo. Okay, <laughs> cool. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because he always puts it off on her. Like, well, she wants the kid. Like, wait, what? <laughs> so, oh, great. So this is, it's just her, right? It's not him. Exactly. You know, we're, we're, we're staring at, at the TV like that. Like, okay. <laughs> we're trying to understand this. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Anything else to add to Danielle and Johan and their baby making progress? No, not at all. All right. So let's go into Amber and Danielle because Danielle, Dan- Daniel, sorry, Amber and Daniel. Daniel is now in the United States. Yeah, which is my question. Why are they on Love in Paradise? Why are they not on Happily Ever After? Because clearly they're in the U.S. I, I, I'm confused about this couple. And they're married. And they're married. <laughs> so this isn't a couple that's trying to get to know each other. This isn't even a couple that is on some Caribbean island somewhere having a great time making vacation babies um vacation yeah vacation babies um you know they're here they're settled down they're living in fact amber has great news she just bought a house 
Yes, she just bought a house, but she also says, <laughs> I bought this house thinking that Daniel will have his green card. Another person who thinks okay, like, we get married and get a green card. Can I ask these people where they hire their lawyers and what exactly do their lawyers tell them? Or Nothing. are they just not asking or or are they just not asking the right questions? No, you know what the problem is, is that they're so excited. They're so in love. They're going to get married and they forget what the lawyer has told them. That could be the other thing, because we've seen that, that happen before. Be, yeah, that could be it, because I'm saying to myself, OK, there's no way your lawyer just told you, OK, when you get here, he gets married. And then five days later in the mail, his green card just automatically shows up like I, I, I think I think people would be getting disbarred for that. right (laughs) I'm not sure what the heck is going on maybe you're right maybe you know she was just so in love because you know she just loves Daniel and he's so amazing and you know their wedding day was the best day of their lives and they just waited for that green card and it didn't show up And she thought that he was going to be able to help her with the house and come to find out, no, not happening. So they have a house that seems to be a cat shelter and a roommate that's her sister. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why they have so many cats. Uh, me too because that costs money but the thing is like she made this mistake of buying this house thinking that daniel was getting the green card and she had to like go nuts and find people to live with them which i don't know the cats are they paying something towards this mortgage or something because i know her sister is and her i think some guy apparently yeah, so she's get also getting her best friend to move in with her, which she hasn't told Daniel. Hmm. Because her best friend's getting divorced from his husband, and she wants to help him out, and she feels like Daniel can't say anything because it's her house, and he's going to be paying rent, and Daniel's not paying anything, and he shouldn't have a say. But... Kudos to Ashton, the best friend, because he's like, let me tell you something, sister girl, you need to get it together because guess what? As someone who has not had great communication, uh, you need to communicate with this man that he's moving in. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Ashton is definitely on point. Because it seems as though Amber's just thinking about, well, it's just this money that I don't have to pull out of my pocket. My question is, okay, girlfriend, how much are you paying for this house per month? Because if everybody's got to pay you $500 and you still have to kick in money per month, like, where are they living? Like, this isn't a Beverly Hills house. Like, where are they living? (laughs) And this is not a Pedro Chantel house either. Right. This isn't like five bedrooms, four bathrooms. What are you talking about? 
I'm I'm really confused. Why is it costing you fifteen hundred dollars just to pay the mortgage? Like what what agreement did you make? I'm I'm very confused because it sounds it to me it sounds like she maybe Amber's not good at reading the fine print Mm-mm. because I mean if you're paying fifteen hundred dollars just for mortgage, ooh. No, why? Because to me, even if Daniel weren't in the picture at this point, she would have to have two to three roommates to be able to afford her house. And this is not, this doesn't seem to be with any other bills. Because if you're charging everybody $500 a pop, like, come on. For real. For real, honestly, I was just kind of like, um, okay, what's going on here? But that doesn't stop her going from going out and line dancing and drinking her face off. Oh, like Kara, right? Yeah, she's like, well, I have one thing that I love to do, and I'm going to go out and have some fun with my friends, and we're going line dancing. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Daniel's not going to want to go line dancing because when he thinks of dancing, of course, he said he thinks of dancing salsa and bachata and doing dancing with her. But line dancing with a whole bunch of other drunk people. uh, I don't know about that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, you know, it's getting tight around that household. Apparently, uh, Amber and her sister are in the bathroom. Danielle is all Daniel is in the shower. There's three of them in there. It's pretty crazy when you see that seed. He's just like, Can you pass me the soap? Somebody hand me the soap. I'm like, wait, what do you mean somebody? How many <laughs> are in the bathroom? <laughs> All we needed was Asher to go in there and somehow like shave his beard or something or his mustache. I know. He's just like, you know, there'll be four people in the bathroom. And he's like, can we build another bathroom? Because it's kind of crowded. And she's like, we don't have any money above for it. Come on. Like you're not working. <laughs> oh, but I can do this like and half the cost because I know how to do construction and carpentry and plumbing and everything. It's just like, that's not the point, Daniel. <laughs> I know she got no money. <laughs> yeah, it's like you need money for supplies, Daniel. You need money. You need money. Oh God. So yeah, these two, it's gonna be like a clown house plus cats. I don't know if they're taking in these cats for shelter. I don't know if they're getting donations for these cats, but either someone needs to sell a cat, give a cat, adopt a cat, or something because these cats are everywhere, according to Daniel. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah. So, oh my gosh. Are we finished with? Yes, this? let's move on. It's getting too crowded. I feel like Mama Karen, you guys are giving me indigestion. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my, my god feeling claustrophobic now um 
Okay, let's get into Valentine and Carlos because these two, I am rooting for them, but also it, I don't feel like it's going to work out. They're strong personalities. Yeah. We said it before already. We're in episode three and things are flying through the roofs. You know, Valentine was not happy at the fact that he's had champagne for his welcoming. Carlos doesn't like the way Valentine is driving when he picked up the rental car from the airport. Valentine doesn't want to be told how to drive at this point. I'm just like, what's going to happen with these two? Like, seriously. I know, because it's like, go this way. No, don't tell me how to drive. Oh, my gosh. And, oh, yeah. So this is crazy. I'm like, oh, wow. These two. And the fact that he's like, the difference with arguing with somebody online and arguing with somebody in person is you can't get away from them. I'm like, oh, crud. So <laughs> these two go, they seem to have had an amazing night as they have really stated over and over. But they go out for lunch or brunch and uh, Let's just say Valentine isn't an adventurous person with his cuisine and he is not happy with what, you know, Carlos is giving him, which is the fish eggs, which I was like, fish eggs? But he explains that it's the egg sack and not the fish eggs. And I'm like, oh, Okay, but Carlos is eating, um, Valentine is eating it, making faces, and he's not too happy with it either. He says it tastes, it, the texture is like chicken gizzards, which he does not like chicken gizzards. Um, For those of you that don't know, the chicken gizzards are, they are the innards of the chicken, and they do sometimes have a rubbery, if cooked wrong, have a rubbery type of texture. So I guess if you're eating fish with a rubbery type of texture, it may not be for you. And he tries it even with a little bit of hot sauce and he's still not pleased. And Carlos is getting insulted. I I don't know. Is it is it that these two are going to find something to kind of have a debate over? I feel like there's two different cultures. And like we mentioned before, Valentine has been free for since he was like 18 years old, like a long time. And Carlos is just stepping out of his comfort zone and being comfortable with himself. But he's not yet comfortable sharing the world who he is in in that sort of way. So I feel like they're going to keep arguing about little things and not supporting each other. Agreed. Agreed. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. But these two, oh my gosh, these two are are they're they're interesting to watch though. They are interesting to watch because it's it's they're how can I put it? They're fighting diplomatically. It's not like, it's not like the all out, like, oh my gosh, you're being disgusting. It's like, you could try to be a little bit nicer. Like they're, they're, they're fighting nicely. I I don't, I don't know how to explain it. 
I see neither do I. It's kind of like, let's say Valentine doesn't like apples and it's like Carlos, you know, peeling the apple for the skin off and probably cuts it in like 16s instead of fours, takes out the seed part, you know, and then you can see, I can, I can picture Valentine kind of be like, why are you doing that? Mm. <laughs> right. But they're not quite fighting. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, my love. I didn't realize, you know, it's like, you know, but then in the confessional, it's like, I didn't know that he didn't like apples when he said he didn't like apples. It's like, right. Oh <laughs> why? Why? Yeah. So I don't know. These two, I, I, again, rooting for them, but I'm not sure. I, I'm I still don't know how this is gonna work out, to be honest. And I keep saying this yeah. every week because let's be yeah. real here. These are strong egos. And he does something that thinks it's sentimental and romantic and everything, but the other one doesn't like it. And then when the other one does it, it goes, it's like the the tables turn. I don't yeah. even go, I don't even know what to do with them. Like it's just- I, I don't, I don't, I don't. But I mean, clearly we're not gonna get a Chantel and Pedro fight, but dear goodness, mm. these two are hilarious. I don't know. I don't know. So is it safe to say we can move on? Yes, we've got our last couple, which is Ariana and Sherlon. Oh my gosh. I think this is going to be one of the quickest things because I we've seen Ariana in this episode really just hang out with her friends and telling them like, you know what? Like, I'm going to go see, um, I'm taking um, Odin to see his dad. And, you know, I really, in my words, what she's saying is I really hope Shalon can really like love me and we can start a family together and get him to come over. And I really love him. And it's just like, I want him to be with us. That's why, okay. like, like what that conversation was, it's like, you know, exactly. so two things. Part of the fam clan did not really know that the baby's name was Odin. Like, they thought it was a joke. Um, And they're like, is that really the baby's name? It's like, yeah, as in, like, mythology? Yes, yes, as in mythology. The baby's name is Odin. Um, (laughs) But the other thing is she keeps professing her love for this guy. And I'm like... How are you in love with him when you had a, okay, I'm going to say this again, a vacation baby. You only got to meet this guy on vacation. Um, and it's like, she's swearing he's going to be the perfect husband, the perfect father. Now, I will say he seems to be trying to do well on the father front. We did see that that awkward store buying trip. But he's very excited to see Odin. He's very, you know, he's trying to be the best father he can be because this is the first time. But we're also finding out something really weird, which I am not surprised. Um, I don't know if you have it there, but we do have it in New York State as well, where if the father 
of the child is not present, what happens is an affidavit of paternity has to be signed in order to add the father's name to the uh, to the birth certificate. So he has not signed these papers. Um, and so his name is technically not on Odin's birth certificate. Wow. Which can be amended once it is filled out. And oh, for all babies born pre-1997, this is a fun, not so fun fact. If your father was not present during your birth and has not filled out an affidavit for paternity, you may still need to get one because if you should happen to go get a new renewed version of your birth certificate, your father's name will not be on it. Yes, I am being very serious and very real. And this is happening in New York State. Damn. So, <laughs> yeah. So please check and make sure that this is something that is happening because if not, your mother is the only one that has had full custody of you after 1997. No, there is no grandfather clause on this. But getting back to love in paradise. So, um, you know, she seems to be so, so in love with him and she's headed back and she's just trying to get him to sign these papers and prove that he's in love with her. They land in, in um, Jamaica and he is, of course, very happy to see Odin, but she's just like, well, he's not trying to hug me like that. I'm not sure how he feels about me. And it's like, why? Why are we having this conversation so early? But she does say she doesn't want to ruin the moment because he does seem very, very happy to see his son. And she just wants to keep it that way for the time being. So we'll see where this couple goes. We'll really see because I'm I'm just like, I've seen clips and it's because we're a bit behind with the episodes, but right. it's like I've seen been seeing the clips of the new episodes and it's like, oh, my gosh, she's like, it feels like she's begging for him to be in a relationship. Yeah, she is. Does seem to be. But she was like that before the baby was born. Yeah, but it's gone worse. <laughs> oh gosh, it's it's gone worse, people. It's gone worse. Oh my gosh, what a crazy season so far of Love in Paradise. I cannot believe it. If you're not watching it, try to get the free trial of it. And, you know, obviously when we're halfway through the episode or the, I mean, the season, or even when the season's over, just binge watch it all if you have a free trial, because this season is so juicy. It's so good. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of like WTFs and OMGs, everything. Yeah, definitely. 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 Oh, gosh. So is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up? We can wrap it up. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out CQB Moments podcast and her other podcasts, Bean Pin and The Wingman. Everything is going to be in the show notes for you. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. 
And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. Yeah. And you're you listening to, listening to, to a, a little, little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 